Welcome to Take Him With You, the weekly podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick Moyer. This week, the world of grocery shopping, turtles for pets, and uh, two months till Star Trek. So glad that you have joined me for Take Him With You. Today we're going to be talking about all sorts of fun things. Plus, I'm going to continue on with what happened after that concert last week with Green Fog and Electric Guitars. This week it's called We're Not Gonna Take It, a.k.a. The Drive Home. How cool is this podcast? That means that you excellent people who are listening to this cool podcast are even more cooler. How cool is that? So once you finish listening to this podcast, why don't you come over to our podcast and give us a go? We're called Waffle On. You can find us on iTunes. Simply type in Waffle On or go to our webpage and you'll find us at http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com. We do TV. We talk about classic TV from 1960 to 1990. You'll find everything here from sci-fi to comedy, from drama to thriller. Come and check us out. We're called Waffle On. And you really do need to check out Med's podcast. He and his friend do just such a great job. And it's really fun to listen to from me being from the States. It's uh, really fun to listen to their accents because you have to really pay attention. But they're hilarious. They have some hilarious discussions about like British uh, TV shows. And I'm sure they'll, they'll cover other ones as well. But uh, I think their most current one is all about... Um, Monty Python, so you might want to check it out. They did Red Dwarf a while back and some other stuff, and it's very, very good stuff. I really highly recommend it. Very fun listen if you like that kind of stuff. Well, guess what? It's time to find out what the heck's going on at Rick's house. So, like, I'm picking this turtle up that my daughter got. His name is Raphael. No, we didn't name him that. I know. How original, huh? Raphael with the red. He's a red slider turtle or something like that. Red-eared slider. I don't know how to identify turtles. Anyway, I pick him up out of his little tank that he's supposed to be eating in, and I hear this funny noise. And I'm like, what the heck? Do turtles make noises? Because I didn't think they did, other than just sliding around. And I look down, and I hear it again. Because he's having he's having a problem eating. He, for some reason, we must have shaken up his world when we got him from a friend, and he doesn't want to eat right now. So anyway, so I hear this, and I'm like, what is that? I look down, and he's trying to bite me. Yeah, a turtle trying to bite me. I'm like, Raph, hold on, dude. I love you. You're my pet or my daughter's pet what are you doing trying to bite my shirt anyway he tried to bite me turtles bite and did you know they don't have teeth they have beaks i didn't know that i i asked my wife well do you think he has some teeth behind that duh they have beaks of course i should know that i mean i watched finding nemo i should know they have beaks yeah anyway 
just not every day you wake up and think, oh, turtles have beaks. Anyway, our turtle, you just say a prayer for him because he really needs to eat. And I don't want to, like, have a dead turtle when we wake up some morning. That would be disgusting. We have basically a zoo at our house. We had more of a zoo while the kids were a little younger because we had guinea pigs and a lot of them. And we had uh, we have cats. We have three cats. Stripey, the wonder cat. I just love him. He's, you've seen pictures of him if you've gone to MySpace uh, or if you've gone to the Trex and Sci-Fi forum because I, I know I'm in love with a cat. It's so weird. I just really like him. He's cool. And this funny thing he's been doing lately. My son Nathan picked up one of those penny whistles because he's like into the the John Luke Picard song with the Russican flute, and so he's learned how to play that. I'll have him come on the show and play it for you. And then he also likes to play Lord of the Rings theme and stuff like that. Well, anyway, he picks this flute up here about a week ago and starts playing it, and all of a sudden, Stripey the cat, who's basically arrogant and doesn't give us the time of day unless he's hungry, comes running to Nathan, jumps up on the couch, and licks his face as he's playing the flute. And then last night, for about a half hour, Nathan just sat at the table and played this flute, and Stripey sat right there with him and 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 uh, rubbed all over him and the, and the stuff around the table and just sat there with this funny, like, quizzical look on his face wanting Nathan to play the flute. I've never seen anything quite like it. My son is the Pied Piper. I had him living here all this time and had no idea that he had the power over Stripey. Anyway, I don't know if it's like snake charming or what, but uh, we don't have any snakes, so I guess we can't try it out. We do have a turtle, though, so maybe I should have him go play the flute by the cage. Maybe the turtle will eat. I don't know. Anyway, we have three pa- uh, three cats, Stripey. Uh, we have Hoshi, the original mom of Stripey, and also Miles. Hoshi, of course, named after the communications officer on Enterprise, Star Trek. And also um, we have Miles, named after, of course, Miles O'Brien from the Starship Enterprise and Deep Space Nine engineer, Chief O'Brien. And uh, Miles is great. He was, he's a very fun cat. All three of them are kind of fun. I think the mom's a little psycho, though. She had too many kittens and just kind of lost it. I don't know what the deal is. I'm glad that um, that uh, my wife didn't lose it after having three of our kids because it would be hard to live with her if she was like Hoshi. Hoshi's just, you never know what you're going to get with her. Woo. I don't think she's evil, but she's close to it. She might be Satan's sister. I'm not sure. So anyway, that's what we have. We have three cats. And then, of course, we have a dog named Tess. and Not Kess, even though I wanted to name her Kess from Voyager. We called her Tess. And uh, Tess is getting old now. She's 11 or 12 years old and kind of has arthritis. And But she's a fun and a kind soul. So we, have a, we basically have a zoo here at the Moyer household. And when we had guinea pigs, it was even crazier. But I don't know. What kind of pets do you guys have? I, you know, I love pets. I was there. You're either a pet person or you're not. And I am. So we really, really enjoy our, the animals here at the house and they definitely are entertaining. And it's so funny because, you know, people that say that animals don't have like feelings and stuff, they're just not right because our animals have feelings and you can hurt their feelings. You can upset them. They can be mad at you. They can be happy with you. It's really funny to watch animals and how they, they adapt to their environment around them. Very, very fun. I don't know why I wanted to talk about our pets today, but they're just a blast. I like pets. I'm a, I'm totally a cat person, and and I like dog. Well, I like docile dogs, as you heard in one of the former podcasts. I'm not too thrilled like with Rottweilers or big dogs that can bite my head off. I'm not real excited about that, but kind of crazy things going on around at the Moyer household, other than uh, Nathan charming Stripey with the flute. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. 
have you noticed lately? I'm just going to just say this real quick. I know this is not real geeky or anything like that, but have you noticed the price of groceries lately? What's up? You know, I, I, it takes virtually, I, I think our grocery bill is higher than our mortgage payment, which is absolutely stunning to me. And I don't, I don't know how that works, but I guess it's the fact that I have three teenagers living at home now. I've said for a while that we should have a cow in the backyard. <laughs> Seriously. We go through so much milk, it's not even funny. And I don't hardly ever drink milk, but uh, boy, the kids really suck it down. But I was thinking, well, we just put a cow in the backyard, send the kids out with a pail, and that'd be hilarious. Nah, the neighbors probably wouldn't like it, though, because cows make messes, and they smell. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I'll just go to Safeway and buy my milk. That'll work. Sometimes they have a sale. But anyway, groceries are so expensive nowadays. And so um, in the newsletter that we put out every week, I want to just encourage you to uh, sign up for that because Amy is going to start, my wife is going to start putting a little column in the newsletter about saving a little bit of money on groceries and how to be a little more thrifty with what we're doing with our money uh, in these crazy, troubled economic times that we live in. And I think she has some great suggestions and ideas. But in order to get that, you have to uh, sign up for our newsletter. And what we're doing with the newsletter, by the way, just so everybody knows, we are trying to, I'm trying to podcast full time actually for a living and do music and uh, radio promotions, podcast promotions. Um, background music, audio books, things like that that I can do with recording and, and my voice and the music stuff that I create. Uh, we're trying to do that full time. And in order to do that, we are asking folks to subscribe to our newsletter for $20 or more a month. Now, we have some families that are giving more than $20 a month and other families that are just giving $20 a month and individuals that are giving uh, 20 or 25 bucks a month. And then you get this on every Monday morning, you get a newsletter called the Weekly Encouragement that gets right to your email box. It's very, very cool. I'm really enjoying putting that out, and you can sign up for that if you go to takehimwithyou.com. Click on Newsletter and follow the instructions. Real easy. If, you have any, if you're confused at all about it or you're just like, I don't want to do all this stuff, just email me, rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. Dot com. Anyway, what we're trying to do is is support our family by that. If we had a whole bunch of people sign up for the newsletter and gave twenty twenty five bucks a month, then we would we would be fine. I'm not in. I mean, I'm not Mister Want to Make a Million Dollars or anything like that. Uh, I mean, we're not opposed to being blessed and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm not in this to get rich. I just really, Amy and I want to encourage people with uh, a message of faith and hope and fun and trying to do a little bit of lightness in a dark world because right now, man, things are just crazy and everybody can use some encouragement. So that's what we're trying to do. So if you're interested in helping out on a monthly basis, we would just love that. So go over to TakeHimWithYou.com and and check that out. Let's see, what else? Oh, I was going to talk real quick about uh, some fun that we've been having this week. We did a lot of recording this week uh, for special things other than the podcast. We are uh, frequent flyers on Trex in Sci-Fi, the podcast that comes out every week with Rico Dosti. Now, he is a great guy. He's got a great podcast called the Trex in Sci-Fi podcast, and it covers geeky news and Star Trek, and usually he covers an episode of Star Trek or a science fiction movie or something fun like that, and just a great community of people there, and everybody throws in little audio comments as as they con- contribute to his podcast, and so this last week, it was really fun because Nathan and I... Um, have this really fun character sketch we do called Bob and Gebular. And Bob and Gebular are aliens that have come down to the planet 
uh, in search of Rico. Take me to your Rico was the thing. We were trying to get people to listen to Treks in Sci-Fi. And this last week, we we were able to do another promo. My friend um, Rick Dosty, uh, Rico, got uh, laid off from his job not too long ago, and, and he's looking for a new job. So we put together this hilarious promo. And we talk like aliens. And you never know it was Nathan and I because we speed up our voices and put sound effects behind it. But uh, it's very, very fun. Uh, let me give you a little sample of what we sound like. What are you doing, Gabular? I was just surfing the internet on this portable device that Rico from Treks and Sci-Fi gave me. Anything special going on? I am just reading on the Treks and Sci-Fi forum. What? Oh, no. Bob, Rico was asked to vacate his position of employment that he occupied at the chemical engineering establishment. You mean he is unemployed, Gebular? Yes, Bob. So anyway, we we have a great time making our voices sound like one of our favorite ones we ever did was when we went to Starbucks and ran into the uh, through the drive-through with our spaceship. I think I'll play that one for you right now. Pull up over there, Gebular. What does it mean, drive-through? I don't know. It says Starbucks. Oh, the Starbucks from Battlestar Galactica. I like that show. Me too. Hello. Welcome to Starbucks. What would you like today? Take us to your Rico. I don't think we have that flavor, but tell me the ingredients, and I will see if we can make it. Take us to your Rico. The weekly podcast discussing science fiction and geeky goodness. Okay. Do you want that tall, grande, or venti? What is venti? Uh, that's our largest size, sir. Then we'll take venti, very venti, 12 of them. One for each of our mouths. Uh, okay. That will be $83.94 at the first window. What does it mean? Eight-foot clearance. I don't know. Can we get the ship up to the window? This isn't Rico. This is Frappuccino. Wow, you gotta try this. Wow, this is great. Trek to Sci-Fi, Rico, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Caffeine, whoa! Trek to Sci-Fi.com, ooh, well, I don't feel so well. Thanks for letting me drink your stew. Yay! Ooh, I really like this. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, ooh, ooh. Well, I can't Trek to Sci-Fi.com. Sci-Fi. Well, I was talking about the old Star Better than Starbucks. I don't like boys. I didn't guess the new Starbucks did, so I guess it's actually a loser situation. Are we there yet? <laughs> there you go. A little bit of Bob and Gebular. Nathan and I have a great time recording that together. And, of course, we, we try to do uh, one a month or so for Rico over at Trex and Sci-Fi so that he can play them on his his podcast. Very, very fun stuff. I've got a, look, a lot of good friends over there at the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum. We have a great time. We're actually doing a game together called the RPG, which is, is basically the role-playing game of uh, being on a starship. Um, I play a character. I'm a counselor on the ship called Counselor Margon, and I'm a blue bullion. Uh, that's my alien race, and there's several others of us that participate on that and have a great time. You should check it out. Actually, if you sign up for the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast, you'll also get a thing called The Ready Room, of which I'm one of the co-hosts of that show, where Jen and Kenny, both my friends from the forum, um, come together um, 
and we we actually read the readings that people are writing. It's really fun because I get to express my writing skills and and join with a group that loves to write and make science fiction. And it's an ongoing story about uh, the starship Arabella. Very very cool stuff. And you can listen to it actually read by the different people um, on the forum. We do an audio program every week. So you'll have to sign up for that podcast and listen to Treks and Sci-Fi and get the ready room as well. Very fun stuff. Very creative and very fun to explore and express our writing skills and creative skills. Very, very cool. I've been recording some cool songs and stuff. And uh, in the background, you can hear a little bit of the, the newest one. We did an industrial rave song called... The Blue or the Red Pill in honor of the Matrix film. And yeah, that's me in the background screaming into a microphone plugged into an uh, electric guitar amplifier. (laughs) Keyboards, Nathan's playing the keyboards and doing that. We have a lot of fun creating um, different type of genres. Most of the time, I just do like a parody song. I'll take like a popular song and then put Star Trek lyrics to it and then uh, record it, put the background vocals together and send it to Rico to play on his show. It's very fun. You can find more of of my music at www.christrocks.com slash parody. That's christrocks.com slash parody. And I hope you enjoy the music that you find there. If you scroll down, you'll also find some of my instrumental music. We do a lot of orchestration and background music, very soothing type of stuff. Also, some uh, of the songs that I play here on Take Him With You are there as well. And all sorts of cool stuff. Go check out that site. It's very fun. Christrocks.com slash parody. Anyway, we try to switch it up. People are like, wow, Rick, you have all sorts of different music that you do. And the one thing I haven't come through on yet for my friend Kenny, and I'm going to do this, I am going to cover a country song sometime. Now, I've done industrial, I've done rave, I've done um, you name it. We've done the, the genre of music, but I haven't done country. That's the only thing I haven't done yet. So I'm just going to have to do that. So you have to stay tuned for that. It'll be very, very fun. Hey, one last thing before we get into the words of wisdom today. I'm pretty excited because, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming. It is, it is, it is. You know what it is, too, don't you? You probably don't. I'm just very excited about, yes, it is, the new Star Trek movies coming out, ladies and gentlemen. It is coming out, and it's coming out soon. In fact, right now on some of my friends' websites, they have countdowns going on. Today while I'm recording, I think by the time you hear this, it'll be about two months until it comes out. So I'm very excited about going to see the new Star Trek movie, this time helmed by J.J. Abrams, who is the director of this. And I think it's going to be a great movie. I'm hoping it's going to be a great movie. I'm a Star Trek fan and have been for a long time. And I'm hoping that kind of rebooting the franchise and doing a a show from a different perspective will really invigorate the the, uh, franchise of Star Trek. And maybe we'll get a new series out of the deal. That would be very, very cool. I really enjoy that show and a lot of the cool things there that uh, the concepts and the ideas, they get people really thinking about moral concepts and 
about uh, possibility of the future and so on and so forth. Should be very, very cool. Looks like the cast that they have is going to be great. It looks like the movie is going to be adventurous and fun, but still satisfy the Trekkie at heart. So I'm looking forward to it. If they have a midnight showing, yeah, baby, I'm there. I'm there. I know. I went to the midnight Star Wars showings too. I just, it's what I do. So anyway, yeah, that should be very, very fun. So that's that's all from, from my end of the world. I've got so much more I could talk about. There's never a dull moment in our lives. And it's exciting to live and, and be alive in this time. And it's just fun. That's what's going on at Rick's house. Now it's time for Words of Wisdom on Take Him With You. Today's Words of Wisdom come out of 1 Peter chapter 4. I heard a very cool pastor friend of mine speak on this the other day starting with verse 7 says everything in the world is about to be wrapped up so take nothing for granted stay wide awake in prayer most of all love each other as if your life depended on it love makes up for practically anything be quick to give a meal to the hungry a bed to the homeless cheerfully be generous with the different things God gave you passing them around so all get in on it if words let it be God's words if help Let it be God's hearty help. That way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus. And he'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything. Encores to the end of time. Oh, yes. Friends, when life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. This is a spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. There you go. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 13. And that's words of wisdom I'm taking with you. I think if she watched Empire, she would want to watch Jedi. The way that Lucas planned it, um, Star Wars A New Hope was supposed to be able to stand on its own. Mm-hmm. And so it does have a conclusion. That's why we you know, chose... It's not like watching Fellowship yeah. of the Ring where you're like, oh, I just sat here for three hours yeah. and this stupid story just started. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stupid. I know, I know. Of course it's not stupid. I love it. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Yeah, you want to check out Jen and Angela's podcast. Very cool. Well, hey, Take Him With You is an experiment of the Moyer family trying to encourage the world around us. If you'd like to help support Take Him With You, go over to our website, TakeHimWithYou.com. Not only will you get the current notes for the podcast that's airing that week, but also all sorts of fun things that you can participate in. Discussions, pictures, you name it, we've got it on the site. It's very, very fun, so check it out. And if you feel like supporting us on a monthly basis, we would sure appreciate that. If everybody gave a little, we'd have more than enough to encourage people all around the world. TakeHimWithYou.com Well, it's time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You. (music) 
So last week I was talking about how I'd gone to this concert with a bunch of kids. I was the youth leader at the Presbyterian Church in Hoquiam. I'd taken a bunch of kids up to a concert, a rock concert, a Christian rock concert, as a matter of fact. And here I was expecting this full-on rock concert, which we got, but I also I, I got more than I bargained for because I actually gave my heart over to God at this concert which was something I wasn't, I didn't know I was going to do. A bunch of the kids did as well. And of course, we got done with the concert and people had prayed for us and we kind of gathered everybody up in the lobby and people were buying t shirts and C, not CDs, but record albums yeah, back then. I'm old. I'm getting very old. They used to have record albums. Anyway, um, they got their stuff and we got our stuff put together and we got back in the van. We got in the van and we got out the stereo system that we had brought up with us and we put the Twisted Sister tape in and we pushed play. And then one of the kids in the back said, Hey, uh, Rick, can we turn that off for a minute? And I'm like, What? Oh, okay, all right. So we shut it off. And the kids really wanted to talk about what had happened at this concert. They'd never quite heard what they heard. They had no idea what to make out of it. And half of them had gone forward and had said a prayer to accept um, God into their heart. So they didn't really know what that all meant. I mean, they explained a little bit of it at the concert to us. But quite honestly, I didn't know what it really meant either. You have to remember, I didn't know God from a hole in the ground and here I'd been introduced through this this prayer of saying, you know, God, come into my heart. And Jesus, I believe you died on the cross and rose again. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I believe that. I do believe that. But I don't know what it means from here. What do we do from here? You know that old song, where do we go from here? Well, I had no idea where to go at this point. I didn't know what to do. So there was a lot of questions that came up in the van. I mean, we tried to answer the universe questions on the way home. We had an hour and a half to talk, and it was raining as usual as it does here in the Pacific Northwest, and water, rain was coming down on the windshield, and I'll never forget it being very quiet in there for a while. And, and then one of the kids said, well, Rick, who created God? I went, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then somebody else said, well, if God is really loving, then why is there so much suffering in the world? You know, I mean, we hear that. People, that's a legitimate question. Who created God? Why is there so much suffering in the world? And then one of the other kids said, well, how do we know that that Jesus is the way to heaven like they were saying? What if it's another religion? What if if what if it's somebody else? What do we, what if we're believing the wrong thing? You know, and then I, you know, I didn't have any answers for them. And those are really good questions. I might even, you know, if if you're interested, I might even tackle those questions here at Take Him With You. If you were interested in me answering some of those questions that I just said, who created God? Why is there suffering in the world? Um, is Jesus the only way? Those kind of, If you're interested in that type of stuff, would you email me? And I'll actually devote some shows to that if that's what you want. Uh, other than that, I'm just going to share some stories and different things. But those are legitimate questions that I think need to be answered and I, I had to, to search for those answers. If you'd like to know the, the 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 answers to those questions, or at least what I believe about it, we could cover it on the show if you thought that was good. So why don't you email me, rick at takehimwithyou.com, and say, Rick, I'd like to know. I'd like to know some of those answers, or I'd like to hear your take on it, because I'm not sure anybody has all the answers except for God. <laughs> I'm certainly not God, so I can tell you that right up front. 
so they had a lot of legitimate questions. But, you know, for some reason, inside of my heart, things had changed a little bit since that since I said that prayer with Daryl Mansfield. When he prayed with that crowd of people, even though I didn't go forward and my heart was beating really hard, I just knew I'd found some answers to life. And for some reason, it calmed my heart. There was peace inside of me that I'd never, ever had before. So we talked about what they had told us. They the, they had sat us down with a bunch of other folks, and they had talked about, well, where do you go from here? What do you do? And the first thing that they recommended us doing, and this is what I recommend to a lot of people when they're brand new in the faith, if you've just kind of opened up your heart and said, you know what, I'm interested in God, then the thing that they really recommended us doing was reading the Bible. Now, let me talk about that for a minute, because I think some people give the Bible a bad rap. And and let me say that, the first off, the Bible has been the best on the bestseller list just about forever. It's it's one of the most widely most popular books ever is the Bible. And I know a lot of people will say, well, the Bible isn't true. It's just a history book. It's written by men and blah blah blah. There's a lot of different things that that people will say about the Bible. But let's just suspend all that for a moment and say what is the harm in reading the Bible? There shouldn't be really any harm in reading it. I mean, most people that are against the Bible have never read it. And if they have read it, um, sometimes people pick it apart and do all sorts of different stuff for whatever reason. And, you know, they do that with any type of book. I know people that read Star Trek novels and pick the the heck apart of them. You know, I mean, they just go crazy on them. But I'm just talking about, you know, if if we're going to say, well, if we're going to even try to understand God, we should probably read the book that talks about him the most, and that's the Bible. So, you know, I had to I had to really come to grips with that because I had not read very much of the Bible as a kid. And I really, I don't know, it's, some of us kind of boring. Honestly, it is, I'm still, to this day, here I am, you know, 24 years later serving God and stuff. And I do think some of the areas of the Bible are like, oh, uh, yawn, boring. But, you know, at the same time, there's some stuff in there that is absolutely incredible. I mean, it'll just, it is such a great instruction book on how life works. And and it's not a book full of you shall not. It's really a book full of you can. There's so many possibilities when you open it up and read. And that was the big challenge for me. When they said to me at that concert, you really should read your Bible. I was like, well, which one? There's so many different kinds of Bibles and blah, blah, blah. You know, I found a Bible that I could understand. And I highly recommend. There's a couple of different versions of the Bible that I highly recommend. There's one called the New King James Version, which is pretty good. Now, King James Version is very poetic, and it's it's uh, but it's kind of hard to read in today's English. It just kind of it doesn't flow well. But I think the New King James is pretty decent as you read it. Some people really like the NIV Bible, New International Version is what it's called because it's readable. I recommend to, to you know, I on this podcast a lot of times I'll read the Message Bible, and it's not a real great like like study bible but it's really kind of cool because you it it's in modern day english and you can read it and it kind of gets the concept across to you and you and you have to think of it's basically a thing called a paraphrase where somebody is putting into their own words what they've read out of the translation does that make sense so that's what the message bible is so i wouldn't like use it to like write your doctoral thesis on theology or anything like that but for just reading it's not so bad and it it, uh, actually kind of makes you think a lot so that's why i kind of read it here but there's lots of others like the new american standard several several different versions of the bible that are that are very um readable but i highly recommend new king james um or the message bible Uh, but you know take a look see what you think i've got there's a new living translation that i like quite a bit too 
I use that. Uh, I've I've gone through a thing called Celebrate Recovery, which is a twelve step program um, to uh, overcome habits, hurts, and hangups, and stuff like that. And I like the New Living Translation as well. In fact, let me just say I'm just going to go out on a limb. King James or New King James Version or the New Living Translation, pretty cool stuff. And you can find those both on the web. If you do a search for like the New Living Translation, you can read the Bible right there online. I go to Bible Gateway or Crosswalk.com or different places like that, and I can read the Bible right on on my screen. Very, very cool. I've downloaded an application on my iPod, and I can read it right. I actually take my iPod to church instead of my Bible now because it has my Bible on it. So I'll just open up my iPod Touch and scroll through as the message is being given, and that's kind of what I do. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Very, very fun. So that's the first thing that they had said to us if we wanted to really explore God, that we should read the Bible. And I highly recommend it, even if you're not really into God or you're not really a religious person. I say, that's okay. Read the Bible. It's pretty cool. You know, I mean, might as well find out what it has to say. I mean, at least you can, before you die, you can say, I read the Bible and I, you know, got something out of it or didn't get anything out of it or whatever. But I just challenge you, read the Bible. It's pretty cool. I never really, I took everybody else's word for it. And I never really opened it up and read it for myself. Once I did and read it for myself, it was a total different outlook on it. And, there, and the Bible is actually set up in two different parts. One is the, the Old Testament, and, and the other part is the New Testament. And there's 66 books in the Bible, and out of those 66 books, you're going to find a, lots of different varieties. Now, when you get into the New Testament, it's more about the life of Jesus and what happened in the church in the early century. Um, early centuries, so it's 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 fascinating reading actually, and and you get to know um, different perspectives. Like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are all perspectives from different men on the life of Jesus. So it's really interesting. So you'll hear some of the same stories repeated, but from a different point of view. Just like if we were out doing whatever and and we saw something happen, we would give a different account than somebody else that was standing next to us just because of the way we were brought up and how we see things. So it's fascinating to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John um, in in succession because then you get these this really rich and full picture of who Jesus was. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So that was the thing that they had recommended is that we read our Bibles. And so I, you know, I, I didn't know what to think about that. And, and quite honestly, I wasn't really a big Bible reader, but I did. I opened up a Bible and I started to read, you know, and, and it started to change my life because it just really helped me to understand why I was the way I was. Second thing that they recommended to us was to talk to God. Now, talking to God, what the what in the world does that mean? I mean, I know a lot of people that say they talk to God or say they know God or say God told them this or that. But what it is what does it really mean to talk to God? And I think I think really what it is talking about is prayer. And prayer is not some big thing like, Oh, in thine infinite mercy, O holy God of this Trinity. You know, I, that is to me, I mean, that's prayer, I guess, but it's not it's not what what I really believe prayer is all about. I think prayer is just talking to God. Just like I'm talking to you, I think God understands. He he does he's not impressed when we put on the anointing of the holy voice. Ah. He doesn't he doesn't care about what our voice sounds like. He doesn't care how eloquent we talk. He's not interested in us impressing him. I think that God just likes it when we talk to him. Just like I'm talking to you. I think that's the difference between religion and a relationship with Christ is when you have a relationship with God, you you can talk just like you're talking right now. And I think that's really important to talk to God. He you know, the Bible is very clear that um that God loves us and he cares about us. 
And who, I mean, what loving father wouldn't want to talk to their kids or wouldn't want their kids to talk to them? You know, so I think it's really important that we talk to God. I I I I love to pray on Mondays. I go and I lift up uh, all of the people that listen to the podcast and people that send in prayer requests and stuff like that because I love to talk to God and He's so awesome and I just love being able to share my heart with Him. You know, He knows what I need before I even ask, and yet He's so patient with me. And there's something about getting things off our chest and and talking to God and bringing others to God that really helps us. So, I, you know, that was a great advice. So they said, read your, read your Bible and talk to God. And then the other thing that they had, had recommended to us, and, and we were talking about this in the van on the way home, was uh, getting together with others that want God too. And, and it was interesting because the, the youth group was together, and the reason they were together is because they they went to the same church, but they not all of them really wanted God. They just They were just coming because their parents made them. So we talked about maybe changing the reason that we go to church or the reason that we go to a youth group or get together with a group of people that believe the same way we do. Maybe changing the reason we do that, not being forced to do it, but in our heart wanting to get together with people that had that same desire and learning together about what that means. That's kind of a cool thing. And then the last thing that they recommended to us that that we talked about big time was sharing with others about God. Now, this also, I think, has gotten a real bad rap. In Christian circles now, it's called evangelism, and that's just kind of a creepy word. I'm sorry, it just is. Evangelism, what does that mean? And and do I want somebody evangelizing me? What is that? You know, that's the last name of Kate on Lost. Oh, no, that's evangelizing. No, never mind. The bottom line is we've seen abuses of it. I mean, we've had people knock on our door and disrupt our Saturday mornings and try to force feed literature down our throats. And I mean, we've had that all. We've had people in bicycles show up and want to convert us to their religion and so on and so forth. I mean, I've had all of that. And I've had people, you know, standing on the street corner yelling at me that I'm going to go to hell. And, and if I, you know, turn or burn, I mean, all that kind of stuff. I've had that all. So what does it really mean to share God with other people, share our faith with other people? How do we do that? And how do we do it effectively? And and you know, should we should we really be trying to get notches on our Bibles or our belts and say, well, we got another convert? I'm not sure that that's really, really very cool to do. I think the militant versus relational thing should really be discussed and talked about. I think a lot of reason that people don't want to hear about God is because they're uncomfortable with the technique of people telling others about God. Does that make sense? I know. I remember being down in Louisiana for a conference that we went to. We went down on Bourbon Street, and uh, it was like, I think, the night before Halloween. And so it was pretty pretty raunchy. I mean, honestly, I've never—I mean, I I'm, I'm, haven't been super sheltered in my life. But walking down that street, not only did it stink, I don't know why the smell was so bad, but— uh, there were ladies, you know, and uh, hanging out over the side of the railings with their, you know, private parts showing, and uh, there was alcohol flowing freely. Let me just put it that way, and a lot of uh, crazy stuff. It was a huge party-like atmosphere, almost more than I'd ever seen before. I mean, really, a lot more than I'd ever seen before. Crowded, you're bumping into everybody, and and you know sex stuff and and you know images all over the place and everybody wanting you to come into their establishment and buy stuff from them and just it it was just crazy new orleans is just it it was just nuts bourbon street 
Well, in the midst of that, we're walking down the middle of it and we're looking at all this stuff and I'm just thinking, wow, this is just, this is over the top. And all of a sudden I bumped into somebody and I turned around and there was this guy in the middle of the street and he had a big white cross and it looked like an older gentleman and his wife and he was just standing there and he was talking to people about God. And I thought he stood out in the midst of all of it because there wasn't a whole lot of God going on there. It was pretty pretty bad. And and I looked around and I and I saw this guy and I, I just looked at him and he and he said to me, he goes, he goes, young man, God loves you. And he hands me this little pamphlet, you know, about Jesus. And and I looked at him and and I said, wow, this is pretty amazing. And just about the time that I was going to ask him a question, this guy came out with a beer, splashed beer all over him, and and started chewing him out and telling him he was he was. Uh, stupid for being down there in the middle of all this he should go home to his church and blah 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 and he tried to argue with this man and i watched the man uh, with his eyes teared up and he began to just talk to this guy like a normal like a normal human being he wasn't he wasn't being mean he wasn't he wasn't trying to preach bad things he was just a really cool guy with his cross and for some reason people hated the cross and they were like spitting on it and throwing stuff at him and and here was this guy and he was just being real calm and, and nice and he actually struck up a pretty cool conversation. I listened for a while, and then we had to go. But I walked away from there thinking, wow, in the midst of all this, here's this guy. He was pretty cool. So so there was a guy that was really cool, and he was loving on people. And he's just trying to meet people's needs because there are a lot of desperate people, you know, and they're turning to alcohol or sex or drugs or whatever for, for their needs to be met. And here was this guy that was trying to meet their needs by by introducing them to God. But he did it in such a cool way. He wasn't one of those guys that was spitting on people and shouting at them that they were going to go to hell. This guy was legitimately down there loving on people. And I later I went to, um, I looked this guy up and found out that that's what he felt called to do is go into really dark places and talk about his faith and love on people. I thought, wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. So I don't know. You know, that guy was, that's the way that he shared his faith. I've always been of the persuasion, and I still believe this, that, that I, I think that it's very important that we live more than we talk. In other words, we should live our life for God more than we should talk about it. Now, on a podcast, it's kind of hard to do that because I'm just going to talk about God and stuff. But in my life, I think I want to live the way that I'm supposed to live so that people can see God in me, if that makes sense. And I I really firmly believe that God really created every, every one of us to have that spiritual part be active. And there's... There's parts of us that if we would explore God, would come alive. And, you and you know, it's just a really, really cool thing to be able to share faith with people because it encourages them and it helps them. And I think we need more encouragement. I think we need more help in the world that we live in. I just think it's really, really important. There's downfalls to forced faith. You know, when people, like, scare you, fear is not a good motivator. Never has been, never will be. If you try to scare somebody into heaven you probably will fail because people will serve God for the wrong reasons. And I think it's important. You know, there's a a really cool scripture in the Bible that says, His kindness leads us to repentance. In other words, God's love and kindness is really what leads us to turning our heart over to Him. And I think so many times we misjudge things and we... We've been forced into thinking this way or that way or we're bashed over the head in a guilt trip about why we should serve God when really... The reason to serve God is because he serves us and he loves us and he cares about us. That's so much a better reason to serve God than to be scared of hell. You know what I mean? Anyway, 
Okay, I'm getting too preachy. I got to get on with things. But I, I really think that we should not be out there trying to get personal gain, getting notches on our Bible. I do not do this podcast so that I get some big notches on my Bible. I get to be, you know, big man on campus when we get to heaven. That is not at all why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I want to share my faith with you about how God saved my life and how he can save your life too. And that's all. I, I just I just think heaven's going to be a cool place to be, and I don't want anybody to go to hell. I'd rather have people go to heaven. So there you go. So back to the Presbyterian Church. Um, we started studying the Bible together when we got back, and the group grew. Of course, we had a lot more teenagers coming then, and uh, we started you know, playing music videos and getting together with other youth groups and stuff, and things grew. But, of course, um, at this church, there wasn't... Um, there wasn't a whole lot of support for the message that I was I was speaking and preaching because it was more of a traditional church that that was pretty set in its ways and they didn't really you know there's some churches that actually take parts of the Bible out and and then you know they just don't like to talk about certain things and so that's what was going on a little bit is they weren't really excited about us being real um pro, you know, get your heart right with God kind of thing. Even though they were, they weren't. I mean, it wasn't really a message that this particular church really preached or talked about. So as time went on, we realized that that uh, we stayed for about a year or so and, and grew the youth group and things started to really go and, and some cool stuff happened. And But as time went on, it just wasn't a good fit anymore. And, and I kind of moved on to some other things. But it was quite an experience. And it was really one of those things that changed my life forever. And as time went on, we really did. We read our Bibles, we prayed together, we met with each other, and and we went out and we talked about God to people that we, you know, we demonstrated his love to people around us. It was a very, very cool time in my life, and I, I have no regrets whatsoever uh, for living that way, and, and I'm very excited that, that uh, finally I got to see some, kind of the purposes that I was made for. And I'll tell you what, God loves you too. He really does. And I want to encourage you with that. If you've never cracked open a Bible before, can I just recommend starting in the book of John in the New Testament? Start there. Uh, just read the book of John. See what you think. Email me with your questions if you have questions about it. Or you know, get online and go to Bible Gateway and type in John. Uh, and, you, and it'll come up and just start reading. And, and you tell me what you think as you read. Because I think I, I just it's such a cool thing when you read it for yourself. I want to play you a song that I wrote with some friends of mine many years ago. This got some radio play, so you'll you're in for a fun treat. It's a song called Dear Lord, and I think you'll get something out of it. I'll post the lyrics on the notes, show notes. By the way, check out the show notes at uh, takehimwithyou.com. I put those up every week and some cool pictures that go along with it. I think you'll get a real kick out of that. But uh, let me play this song for you and I'll be back at the end to get uh, pray for you and then talk about what's coming up some exciting things coming up on taking with you i think you'll really enjoy it here's the song it's called dear lord
There you go. That's the song called Dear Lord. And uh, I think you got kind of a picture of what it was all about. Uh, I got to sing on that one and play bass guitar. My friends uh, Don and Mike and Kenny played um, guitars and drums and also did backup vocals on that song. Very, very fun. Got to record that in a studio with uh, my friend Kurt Vanderhoof from Metal Church. Woohoo! Pretty fun. Anyway, um, I would love to be able to say a prayer for you before we close today. And then I've got a whole bunch to talk about. Well, not a whole bunch, but the schedule to tell you about because it's really, really going to be cool. I think you'll really, really enjoy what's coming up. Uh, and I'll be right back after this. Greetings, Guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. And we're the host of a brand new podcast, Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast of the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season, be it Season 2, which is currently airing on MSN Video, or Season 3, which is in the early pre-production stage. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2, as well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com Zaboo! Yeah, you'll really, you'll like their podcast. They're very fun, and I want to thank Kenny and Jenny for playing the Take Him With You promo on their site, or on their they have a link on their site, but also for playing the promo on their show as well. That's very cool of you guys. So here, let me say a prayer for us all today. God, I just want to thank you for being so real, that we can talk to you and that you listen. I think that's really awesome that you would listen when you, I'm sure you have a lot of other things that you're doing, but you would listen to us when we talk to you. And I think that's awesome. So thank you for that. Would you help us to understand your Bible, maybe in a different way than we've ever understood it before? And could you help us, Lord, to be a blessing to those people around us? Help us be people that help others. That's our prayer today. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Next week on Take Him With You, um, we're going to do a show called Using and Abusing. I want to talk about the two different worlds that I lived in at the time that I gave my heart to God because I think a lot of us live in two worlds a lot of times. There was this one part of me that wanted to use and abuse people and another part that said, that's not good. And I want to talk about that conflict and how that happens sometimes in our lives where we can live in two different worlds and really not, I don't know, not understand what we're doing and how we're affecting people around us. So it's kind of going to be kind of cool. So you want to tune in for that. Then, of course, we have some cool stuff coming up. The Purpose of Life. Um, I'm going to do a show called You're a Cool Chick, where I meet my wife and I'll have Amy on the program. Another one called Marriage. That'll be fun. You'll enjoy that from The Princess Bride. And a special Easter podcast coming up that is going to blow your mind. It's a very cool drama type of thing, a, a monologue that I'm doing with sound effects and music specifically written for it uh, called Beaten to a Pulp. Ooh, kind of creepy sounding, but I think you'll really enjoy it. And then I've got another one coming up in April called Broke But Happy. When we talk about uh, money and, and uh, is that really the thing that fulfills our heart? And then uh, one last one in the month of April uh, called Months Turn Into Years. All about uh, my relationship with my wife and how uh, it's been a really a good thing. We can talk about marriage. We can talk about if you're single. We can talk about uh, what to look for in somebody that you want to marry and so on and so forth. It should be very, very good. Thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. 
The whole idea behind this is so that you can download it, take it with you wherever you go, and you can listen to a spiritual message without somebody getting all religious and boring on you or trying to, you know, smack you or shove a Bible down your throat or whatever. I, I really, really am trying hard to simply communicate my faith to you and you can do whatever you want with it, you know. So, you know, download. Hopefully you're being encouraged because that's our goal. That's Amy and I's goal is to encourage you through life. If you'd like to get our weekly encouragement newsletter, anybody that gives 20 bucks or more a month to take him with you gets that every Monday morning in their email box. Go to our website, takehimwithyou.com, and click on newsletter. And if you don't have the money for it, that's cool, too. Just sign up for it and say, you know, I just don't have the cash. And that's cool, too, because we want you to be encouraged. That's our goal. That's our aim. Um, but we are really, it's very helpful for us and our family if you if you help us out. But other than that, the show notes are at takehimwithyou.com. There's some interaction and some comments going on there. Our third phase is coming up in a month or so. We'll start doing a Skype program uh, in the middle of the week so you can discuss the the uh, subject that we've been talking about for that particular week, and we'll put that in the feed as well. It's going to be really, really cool. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Look, at I would love to get some feedback. So far, I haven't had any audio comments come in, and I really like that. Could you email me those if you'd like to make a quick comment about the program or if you like it, if you don't like it, if you think I'm crazy or whatever. I don't know if I'll play that, but... <laughs> Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. That's Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. If you subscribe by iTunes, why don't you put a review up on there for us? That would be awesome. I thank all the. I think we have four or five people that have put a review up already, and we. I certainly thank you for those great comments. Really blessed me by that. That's very, very cool. Uh, Podcast Alley, we're there too. Go over there and vote for our show. That would be very, very fun. And uh, join us for the Midweek Booster um, on Wednesdays. You get a little Midweek Booster during the week, the Booster Shot. And enjoy uh, exploring your faith and being encouraged. That's it for this week. Remember, next week is going to be a blast. It's called Using and Abusing the Trials and Tribulations <laughs> of Relationships. It should be interesting. I hope you join me. I'm Rick Moyer. This is Take Him With You. Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. Here's Stripe. Come here, Stripe. Come on, Stripey.